Good evening, welcome to Soundbites. Uh, hello, Peter. Once hello, again. Russell. How are you? I'm very well. I'm always doing the good evening. Mm. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I was listening to all the podcasts today, and because we had to edit them and get them out, and it was like good evening, yeah. good evening. I'm like, oh god, I need to change that one. So is that going to be your official welcome no, I, tag? I, I hate that. Right. So I, what would you rather do instead? Hey, what's up? <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. So we are talking uh, today. What's the topic today? We're going to be talking about Christmas because it's that time of year. It is that time of year. Have you seen the brand new O Santa uh, on Apple TV by Mariah Carey? No. Yeah, there's a Christmas movie that you will love. O Santa. Okay. All right. I'll have to check it out. You'll have to check it out. Um, So we should talk about Christmas. How are you celebrating Christmas? Well, I am celebrating it in... uh, my house that is horrendously decorated in probably really tacky style of Christmas. I've got three Christmas trees up for various reasons. I've got my big traditional tree in my, my lounge. I've got my ice tree in my um, dining room, which is just a s- silver and white and blue. Oh, okay. I thought it was made out of ice. No, yeah, I know the ice you're thinking about. <laughs> no. Uh, well, <laughs> you mean ice sculpture? I was talking about ice sculpture, but oh, okay, okay, WA police, get yeah. over to... <laughs> <laughs> I was actually talking about ice sculptures, not friggin' yeah, okay. not other stuff. Oh, look, I, I can still be surprised. <laughs> you can be su- <laughs> I'm shocked. Wow. Be. Gosh, because from where I'm sitting, that wasn't a compliment at all. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Um, okay, and your third tree must be fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's my rainbow tree. That that oh. one is my rainbow tree. You've so. had that for a long time, haven't you? No, actually, no? I'm going to turf that one <laughs> at the end of this season. I'm going to buy a um a black tree and do a, a black tree. Yeah, I want to get a black tree. So interesting choice. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I've got, I, I don't I, understand black trees. Well, they usually put them up at Halloween because I always thought black means death. Well, I guess... Um, I guess on. Christmas well, is I, death. Actually, okay, so we're, since we're talking about Christmas, Halloween, traditionally, so if we go back all the way back into history, Halloween was the beginning of the entire season of the beginning of winter. Um, and ha- at Christmas, um, before we you know, turned it into celebrating the birth of uh, Jesus, um, yeah, was actually the... Um, uh, the celebration of the mid to the end of um, winter. Uh, and and so, therefore, Halloween, uh, the whole reason why it was full of ghouls and goblins and stuff like that was um, not so much that they uh, appreciated the ghouls and goblins. What they were trying to do was scare them away. So they were symbolising um, the scaring away of the famine and all the disease and, and uh, um, challenges that come from uh, from. The uh, winter season. So, as most of our traditions and superstitions uh, are all based in agriculture, because the only way you can have mass population is if you have mass agriculture. And if you don't bring in the hardest. I thought it was just because you have sex. And because if you can't bring in the harvest. If you can't bring in the har- it's been a long week for you, hasn't it? It has. If you can't bring in the harvest, then you can't feed the people. So, of, oh, okay. so we have lots and lots of traditions and superstitions surrounding the uh, growing of crops and, and the harvesting of a, a good yield. Interesting. The yields go. are always good to have. 
Yuletide. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna deflect from that and say Yuletide. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, not what I was asking. <laughs> me tired? No, never, never. I was talking about Yule, as Yule. in the Yule. Y U L E Yule. Well, what we will do is we'll head over to a break, and when we come back, we'll get into more Chrissy stuff and. I want to understand why you have three Christmas trees in your house because <laughs> I think that's the that's the uh, that's the question of oh, there's a, a century. There's a definite pathology behind okay. it. DRN One United Perth dedicated LGBTIQA plus station. You locked on to DRN One United. This is Sound Bites, and we're celebrating Christmas. <laughs> I think we've got an air leak. <laughs> think so too. So, what? Come on, Peter. Tell me the history of Christmas. When? What? What was? Don't the- say it in such a defeated and <laughs> tone. You should be excited. You should be excited and energetic uh, about. Okay, the so my parents have, like, they live in the, in a suburb. I'm not going to say what suburb, yeah. but in a crappy suburb uh, where no one's around them. So yeah. it's like a farm. Yeah. It's industrial kind of thing, and they've got their whole front yard full of. Blow-ups and, and reindeers and lights and decorations. They do it every single year. The only difference this year is Dad's not doing the roof. Right. Mainly because he'll fall off. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you walk into the living room, friggin' fairy lights all the way across the roof. Like It's like you're going back into the 80s in the disco club. Yeah. Um, Christmas tree lit up and all that kind of stuff. Presents everywhere. It's just... It's kind of and 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 outside my bedroom is a bloody LED snowman, <laughs> which mum's mum's like, oh, just leave the snowman on at night time. And I'm going, I don't need a nightlight. I'm fine. Yeah, you can yeah, turn it off. Yeah. But yeah, well, and see, all those things uh, have come from all these different uh, traditional celebrations over the eons. Uh, well, that's a bit extreme. Uh, but you over the millennia. Well, there was 3,000 3, BC, according to what I can find. Yeah. So, um, so for example, our using a tree to celebrate Christmas actually comes from um, Norse or Scandinavian um, celebrations back in the day when uh, they would bring in evergreens um, to symbolise that things can live through winter and prosper. So they would first get the biggest log they could find and then they would set it on fire. And Lovely. Yeah, no, but what they used to say is is that for every crack of the log, so every time it cracked, and that would symbolise the, um, that uh, their flocks would have uh, or their herds would have more sheep, more cows, more this, that and the other. Um, and then they would bring in the evergreen, but they never decorated it. Decorating a tree didn't come until much later. So the evergreen was originally to celebrate uh, that uh, that life can can survive winter. Don't get me wrong. Burning a log in the US where it's most like, well, it's winter, is fine. But burning a log in Australia where we have bushfires, maybe not the best idea. And that's why we don't have it here. Well, we don't, well, hang on. We must do something similar like barbecues, which cause fires. <laughs> Well, I, I think we just sort of stick with the tree, so decorating a tree. And, and the first decorations on a tree, so here, this is another little fun fact, were apples because it, wow. it took, it took a long time. So sense. it wasn't until um, um, the, the Catholic Church st- started celebrating Christmas, and it didn't for a very, very long time because the Bible scripture never states that the birth of Jesus should be celebrated. Uh, it only says that the death of Jesus and the resurrection are the things to be remembered. So um, 
and and but because they wanted to help get that um uh, you know people converting to the church and, and being part of it they started stamping out the old um uh, pagan rituals and the old uh, other mythologies such as um uh, saturnalia which was um a, a different type of religion and they basically just borrowed all of their activities and celebrations and then just attribute it to Christ. Uh, so, so then when um, they were looking at these trees that people were bringing in and, and uh, using as, as evidence that you can survive winter, they decorated them with apples to symbolise the apple that was in the, um, of the tree of knowledge in the Garden so of just, Eden. Just out of curiosity, do you know roughly what century that was? Well, that would have been... Now Now you're testing my memory. Because I've got um, a date here. Oh, you got a date? Well, not a date. I've got a year here, or a century. So I thought it was um, around 300 years after the birth of Christ. Okay, so I've got here, according to this lovely uh, Tree Classics Presents the History of Christmas Traditions... In 3000 BC, ancient Egypt decorated homes, green palms for winter solstice. Thank you. Uh, In 753 BC, Romans decorated homes and temples with boards, B-O-U-G-H-S, for winter solace. Uh, In 270 AD, so that's... AD, uh, St. Nicholas earns reputation as anonymous gift giver. Well, he was, and he earned that reputation because, and see, this is the thing, a lot of people will misunderstand what St. Nicholas stood for because he wasn't a jolly person because St. Nick turned into... The Grinch. Father Christmas. (laughs) The complete opposite. St. Nicholas um, tended to Father Christmas, who everyone symbolises as jolly and giving gifts. But St. Nicholas, who um, was born in what is now modern-day Turkey, uh, he um, was a generous person, uh, but we don't actually know whether he was a jolly type of uh, fellow. Uh, but it started because he had uh, uh, was listening to uh, a, a father talking about his uh, daughter and he couldn't afford to pay the dowry for her to be married. Uh, and not wanting to be um, uh, to, to seem to give charity, he actually threw a, a little um, package of, of gold coins into the house. So now some people say the legend is is that it went down the chimney. Others say he threw it through an open window where it landed in shoes and socks that were hung near the fireplace to dry. Um, and that's uh, and then he did it again for the other two daughters. And so that's where the tradition of hanging your stockings or Okay, interesting. Well, can you tell me when the snowman was sculpted? I can't, actually. 1449. Unless you give me time to have a read-through all my notes again. 1449, by ruler of Florence, Italy commissions Milligan. I can't pronounce the last name, but basically he he commissioned the sculpture of a snowman in 1449 for Christmas. In the 1500s, German began, Germans began to decorate trees in homes. Yep. Um, and in fact, if anyone loved decorating trees and, and celebrating Christmas, it was the Germans. It is very interesting that... I'm going to skip a few years because, look, it's, it's interesting that in the 1870s, the United States declared Christmas as a federal holiday. Yeah. Uh, Massachusetts businessman James Edgar becomes first door Santa in 1890. <laughs> That's an interesting one. 
Uh, Thomas Edison assisted creating first Christmas, Christmas lights, lights. Yeah. in 1880. But in 1997, I think this is the biggest one, NORAD, which is yes. the North American Aerospace Defense Command, uh, used internet to track Santa. Now, we've always been told that Santa's not real. <gasps> no, he is real. But apparently, according to... Um, the government of North American Aerospace, they can track him. They can track him because he is real. Um, so all your kiddies listening, Santa is real according to the government. Um, and in fact, because Google... Because it is a government... So even now, Google does a special Google Maps version yeah. on Christmas Eve and you can watch Santa deliver and, it, and make his way around the world. There is a problem with that map, though. <gasps> I hate to tell you. You better not be bursting any bubbles. Because um, if you stay awake and watch Santa sleigh, it doesn't stop at your house. No, well, that's true, actually. I he, don't know. I don't know. He knows when you're sleeping and he knows when you're awake. I don't know what Google's doing, but apparently Google must have a very good... They must be using a, their, what I was going to say Alexa, but they're not using Alexa. No, they, no. they have Google Home. Yeah. So they must be using Google Home to know if I'm awake or asleep. Yeah. Um, but in 2010, a Belgian tree sets world record for the most lit tree with 194,672 lights. That's a lot of lights. And you know, the lights. Yeah, but the lights in trees only started when um, uh, the monarchy in England first started putting them in. And then that's what actually uh, grew um, the English tradition of celebrating Christmas because it wasn't until the monarchy did it uh, that uh, the the upper class and then, of course, everyone else wanted to emulate them. And so they started bringing in trees and decorating them and putting uh, glass ornaments on there. Uh, So the apples that we were talking about before turned into glass ornaments and baubles um, and then also uh, other sorts of um, decorations as well and then uh, when the, the monarchy put in lights and which were candles which I think was incredibly brave of them yeah um, <laughs> totally I'm sure there was more than one deck the horse with candles yeah. and la 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 burning, burning down, the, down. Yeah, burning down your whole house but you know it's festive why is that not a Christmas song <laughs> burning down the house yeah well, maybe it is maybe that's what it was <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm looking for. Christmas and everyone's happy. So. But uh, I've got some interest. Do you know what country? I'm gonna uh, we're gonna play a game here because I've oh. I've seen some facts here. That if I had a test on your, I, yeah. I knew there was going to so, be a test. I would have studied. There is a country that gives gifts to children on Christmas Day, but the adults must wait till New Year's Eve. Guatemala. Yes, correct. Oh, how's that? Well done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you tell me? Uh, I'm just trying to say, which country has KFC? Japan. Yep. Japan. And you've got to order it two months in advance. Really? Yeah, it's that popular. Uh, wow. Every other day of the year, they won't go near the stuff, but come Christmas Day, they will be chowing down on those drumsticks. And, uh, it's just amazing. And, and I can't believe, well, we all know Guinness. I don't, yeah. Do I need to say anything else? Like, yeah. we know what, what country leaves that out for Santa. Yeah, it's yeah. Ireland. Ireland, yeah. But children leave it out for Santa. So I think that's a breach of the RSA. <laughs> <laughs> Why, do they have to also leave a glass of water? No, it's Guinness and meat, mince pies for Santa. Mince pies? Mince pies. So that's an interesting one. Um, the tallest tree, the living tree, I should say, the tallest living tree is located in Washington, uh, this tree is 122 foot tall and is 91 years old. That's, that's, that's old. It's an old tree. 
Um, and can you guess what the most expensive tree cost? Think Abu Dhabi. That oh, would be, okay. So they, they, they would have made it out of like I don't know platinum uh, dripping oh. with oil. Well, um, they they tell me what it's made out of. So so what's it made out of? It's made out of valuable gems, so that should be a oh. clue. How much money do you think they... What is it? What is it? Probably about $4.2 billion or something. No, no, a lot less. $11 million. Well, now it doesn't sound that impressive. It doesn't, does it? <laughs> In fact, it sounds downright cheap. $11 million. I wouldn't waste my time on that no, damn thing. No. Maybe out of gold. I think, actually, I think the largest Lego tree was be more expensive because it contains 200 thousand lego bricks imagine standing and, on that well, yes it's it's uh, 33 feet tall and it weighs 3.5 tons yeah for three, plastic for plastic um there's a lot of tree stats that i could keep talking about like the largest artificial tree can you guess what country it's located in artificial artificial tree Largest. Uh, I'm, uh, Who likes to be large? Yeah, it's it, it's going to be the US. No. Oh, Italian stallions. Oh, really? It is the. Uh, you Ita- really sold that wrong. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> How would you have sold that one? Go well, on. Uh, you know, the, if it was, it, I would have said, "Well, what's the birthplace of this? You know, the whole thing, the whole shebang." Oh. But then I would have got that wrong too because I would have said, "Well, it depends on which tradition you're talking about." So I was just talking about Italian men. That's all. <laughs> I think you just like talking about Italian men. I do. Uh, but that, that is uh, 2,333 feet high or 650 metres. That's a big tree. It's a very big tree. I wouldn't want to put the star on top of that. I don't think it has a star. I, I wonder if they – I can't click for more information. Probably about 10 people die every year trying to put the star or the angel on top of that. Well, would you even bother taking it down realistically? You mostly wouldn't bother taking it down. You'd leave it up there. Can you imagine yeah. the box it came in? <laughs> oh, Jim. We, we, we're we going to take a little break so that we can play some uh, radio ads. And when we get back, we will talk more about some Christmassy goodness like puddings and plums and... Ooh, I plum I, pudding. I, I don't know. Christmas pudding. Christmas pudding. I was yeah, thinking with, plum pudding. I'm not with, sure. With brandy and custard, but I don't drink, so I'll just have the custard and the Christmas pudding. You don't pudding. drink. Oh. You know I don't drink. Well, now I do. <laughs> I can't so, remember. So there goes that bottle of wine you bought me for Christmas. <laughs> totally. The Jack, the, the bourbon, the gin. Yeah. DRN1 United, Perth dedicated LGBTIQA plus station. Let's put your hands on. Uh, wouldn't Santa like me to put my hands on him? <laughs> ho, 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 baby. Let me you're ride on your sleigh. You're gonna, no, you're going to get coal in your stocking if you keep that up. <laughs> and, a, and a tap on the nose. As long as and a cold got, shower. A cold shower. Well, come on, come on. I'll, I'll fine. I'll just take the elves. <laughs> so, so let's move on to something else completely unrelated to anything you've ever talked about. Um, <laughs> really. So the rain, you know, reindeer. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. Yeah, well, you know the. the he doesn't have a red nose. He well, if a, you if you look at it under a thermal camera, he does. Yes, but. <laughs> <laughs> the, do you know that that reindeer, male reindeer, shed their antlers in winter? So of the reindeer uh, pulling Santa's sleigh, they don't have horns. They or antlers. They will have to be female if they want to have their antlers. 
Well, that, well, hang on, but Rudolph is a man. Well, he could uh, be titled a man. I don't think it's up to you to decide what gender he is or on, she hang, is. Hang on. We should, we, or how we, they want to identify themselves. I'll, I'm going to Google. Well, actually, I'm going to bing this. Is Hang on. I'll just use text-to-speech. Is Rudolph male or female? Might not be able to figure that out. <laughs> it's, it's translated that to "he's rude of male or female." <laughs> I did say rude of. Yeah, I think you need an upgrade. <laughs> I um, think I did anyway. Too. So, um, <laughs> that's better. It actually searched it correctly this time. So apparently, oh wow, is Rudolph a girl? Rudolph Red Nose Reindeer is actually female. Huh? Scientists have said. Yeah. So there you mm. go. Someone owes me an apology. Well, I always thought it was a male <laughs> because Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, won't you shine your lights? Like the song mm. is a very male-dominated song. Like, But as I just explained to you, male reindeer shed their antlers in winter. So if the reindeer depicted with antlers pulling Santa's sleigh have to all be female. Well, Beyonce did say girls run the world. Yeah, I can see how that's connected. Yeah. <laughs> you like, how is that connected, Russell? Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> is this is going out live, isn't it? Yeah. This is live, yeah. yeah. yeah Come shame. on. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, well, the, the girls want to run the world. If reindeers are female, then they're running, literally running the world. Yeah, well, okay. They're running sand and sleigh. Yeah, yeah. Without them, they... I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Unless it's jet fuel that's running sand and sleigh now. He need he needs an upgrade because there's more people in the world. I know, but how does he get to all those houses? Well, that's another thing. But I reckon uh, Santa might be looking at hydrogen power because it's carbon neutral. <laughs> because Airbus is doing it now, they're 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 oh, so experimenting with hydrogen fuel. So we're saying that Santa brought an Airbus. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Or a Boeing. I didn't say that. I said Santa could be using hydrogen now because he's quite... Well, he's magical, so he doesn't actually need fuel. I, I can't see him pulling up to your local shell or whatever and um, topping up with, um, you know, BP Ultimate. Well, according to tr- Christmas fairy t- well, Christmas stories on Netflix, it's the magic of Christmas that makes his sleigh fly. That's what I said. He's magical. Yeah, so if you believe Is this in microphone Christ- on? Are you, what, what are <laughs> no. you listening to? I mean, from the point of view, it's like... Children. Are you listening to a successful show? Are you not listening to what's going on in here? Really? No, but from the point of view as children's laughter and dreams of Santa being coming and delivering toys is what makes Santa slave fly. Oh, there you go. Well, there, yeah. So, he doesn't... He, so that'd be fairly carbon neutral, I would think. Yeah, just... So he was ahead of the game long before uh, we I, even I caught up. I don't know up. if that would be classified as ch- child slavery because he's using the children to power his sleigh. Well, I guess they're willing. That's why he bribes them with, with <laughs> right gifts. God, this, you, this is taking a dive. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think we had a lot of credibility at the beginning of no. this, so it's okay. It's, uh, it's, uh, and there's nothing to salvage. <laughs> So, so we're, 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 we're pretty much – not only have we just, like, hit rock bottom, but we're being dragged slowly across the jagged, broken stones that we find there. Oh, I'm laughing. Uh, but I will say this. I did believe in Santa until I was eight. I still believe in Santa. 
I don't believe in Santa. <gasps> yep. I believe that his elves do everything. They do everything. I reckon it's a bunch of elves. So you reckon what, like Santa is like a figurehead? Yep. <gasps> it's like... But who's directing the elves then? Rudolph. How did he get so much authority? Because he's got a red nose. Or oh, she's got a red nose. Yeah, I'm going to need to see some evidence of that theory. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's be... Okay, so the elves make the toys. Right. And don't get paid for it. Well, what are they going to do with money? Well, they don't need money. They got the North Pole. But haven't you noticed that the scientists up in the North Pole haven't found Santa's house yet? No, because it's probably floating in the sky somewhere. It's meant to be on the North Pole, not in the sky in the North Pole. Yeah, but that... Why are you talking the... The traditional Santa. Geographic North Pole or the magnetic North Pole? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to all the movies, it's the North Pole. I don't know whether it's... It's where the snow is. In both locations. Oh, great. It, it covers quite a bit of... Yeah, it's it? quite an expansive area. I wonder if, I wonder if he has a, a lair under the ground instead, because... If oh, he could have both. Maybe maybe that's maybe what it's he a does. force field. Maybe it's a mirror dimension. Yeah. yeah, or maybe he's just got someone who stands out the front. And when people come knocking on his door and says, "You know, can I see Santa?" They go, "No, no, he's not home." Or maybe it's something that only the governments know about. <gasps> well, NORAD know about it. No, yeah, maybe there's a a treaty where the, we're not allowed to go in the North Pole because apparently there's lots of oil underneath the North Pole and South Pole, and yet we don't ex- we don't dig down that. Well, because none of those territories belong... No, no, it's all because of Santa. <laughs> oh, okay. It's all because of Santa, come on. <laughs> all right, so... Well, look, know? I'm happy to go with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy Santa's, to like, Santa's like saying, no, 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 you know, get off my land. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe South that's, po- a, I don't maybe know that's how he affords all the raw materials to make all those toys. Maybe. Maybe he's selling oil. No, he couldn't sell the oil. Do you think he could be into fracking? Well, it would explain a lot. That would be for gas. Though. Oh. No, you can do it for oil. I'm sure. Can you? you? Could, All right. I'm sure, you could do it for oil. Someone, someone who's educated, please contact us and let us know. I don't uh, think people are going to contact us after listening to this show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the people who are going to contact us are going to have certain qualifications. <laughs> They're going to be like, "How dare you say that Santa doesn't exist?" And that I never said that. No, you said I that. said that, and that he's just a figurehead. <laughs> Well, no, the Hallmark, this, this holiday really came up, according to my research, of through Hallmark. They, they certainly put but in a lot of the um, artistry and... Um, the flair. And the flair, and obviously the marketing to keep it going. But it was, it was fairly established. I mean, the, the whole season is a melting pot of cultures and rituals and traditions um, and as i said before if you look at if you look at the history of a lot of our traditions they are agriculturally based um, and even before when you you talked about the winter solstice one of the things that um you know our, our ancestors really had to be aware of was the movement of the sun and the seasons so they were they they really did have celebrations around um the summer and, and winter solstices and the um autumn and spring equinoxes uh, because they were all the tipping points of different changes in the agricultural cycle. And it's not unusual that when you place all four of those, um, much like the northeast, southwest, and you would draw lines between them, you would form a cross. Mm. Uh, And so therefore there's a lot of religious iconography surrounding that, that cross shape. 
because that is both that is the delineation of the seasons and the turning points of um, of harvesting and and sowing of crop and all that sort of thing. Uh, so. Um, it really was vitally important that they had a really strong understanding of how all of that was going to work. And they also had a lot of um, rituals about ensuring good harvests or, you know, if bad harvests came, you know, who do you go and throw in the river and punish um, because of it? Um, uh, in that way, they would appease the gods. That's why when we first started off, we had lots of gods. You know, we, we were polytheists. Um, and we had lots and lots of gods who, you know, the god of thunder, the god of rain, the god of... Everything, um, you know, sowing. Um, and then eventually we moved to monotheism, so just one god, depending on which religion you uh, follow. Yep. So it, it is really interesting because I do believe that I remember reading something. I can't find it. I can find pictures of it. I just can't find the article where Sanders' red and white colours that we now know was not originally red and white. They were green and white. Yeah, probably. And that was, like, I can't remember what... I think it was St. Nicholas well, who had green and white. Yeah, our, our version of Santa now, so Jolly uh, Father Christmas with the red suit and the um, little hat with the pom-pom on it and the white beard, that's actually from Coca-Cola's marketing department. It is. So they were the ones who came up with our, our current version of what Santa is. So they really took their colours, the Coca-Cola colours, yeah, and, and gave it to Santa. And, and then it. everyone was like, yeah, that's fine, we'll just keep rolling yeah. with that. And when you've got enough cash, like... Pepsi, how about come out with a blue Santa? Pepsi's called uh, blue. Uh, and, and you know something, there is actually a blue Santa. They're, they're a bit late to the party. A blue Santa? Yeah, a blue, like not the face, but the actual clothes are blue and white, which match Pepsi's colours. So you've got a green and white, blue and white, red and white. Yeah, that's a waste of money. Well, <laughs> they've obviously lost that race. That's blue and white. Yeah, but that's Jewish. Doesn't matter. That's their Santa, blue and white. I'm You're confused. I'm confused. I saw it in the music video. Why? why? It makes sense. I mean, I understand why. The, it does make uh, sense from a marketing perspective. I understand um, Hanukkah uh, might celebrate it. Um, why would they have a Santa? Oh, Maybe there's nothing the stopping kids, them. There's from. nothing stopping them. Kids, yeah, yeah but their kids get um, presents um, for eight nights, whereas we, you know, the the ones who the Christian kids Santa's only get a one. Very busy person, and maybe blue, blue Santa's very busy. Yeah, maybe maybe that's why we have different colored Santas. I'm not saying that there's different Santas. I'm just saying maybe somehow through magic, there's the red, green, and blue Santa, which actually. Red, green, and blue are the colours that we use for art. The primary colours? The primary colours that we use for art. Red, green, and blue? Yes. On I, the, I don't think those are the primary colours. No, they're not primary. They're the colours that TV, TV uses as the LCD screen. Oh, for your pixels. Pixels, yes. Red, green, and blue. So there you go. All right, I'll... I'll I'm just, I'm just, I might I'm look just, that up, though. Don't, don't think that I don't believe you, but I'm just going to double-check RGB, that. that's what we call it in the industry. RGB, red, green, blue. blue. Okay. So but they're not go. the primary colours. No, but they're the colours that I make know, your TV. I heard the second part. Yeah. saying that they're not primary colours. No, it doesn't matter. It's about <laughs> the colours of the screen. So maybe that's why these colours are red, green, blue, is because they're the primary well, the the, the colours that we can see. It's almost like the many colours of Bennett on the many colours of Santa. 
Wow, I wonder if the Easter Bunny has different colours. So is Santa coloured fluid? Is that is that where we're going with this? I don't know. Uh, maybe he just has a great wardrobe. Oh, yeah, look, and why not? I mean, he must get sick and tired of wearing red all the time. I've seen Santa in rainbow colours. Yeah, good on him. Uh, definitely at the, court, at the court. I've seen Santa in rainbow colours, so... Yeah. Yeah, a long time ago. Well, Santa's for everybody. So there you go. Um, interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, but what what do you think is has Santa really does Santa really know how much it's actually going to be cost because he's going to make these toys right yeah and all these young kids these days in, instead of getting books and flutes and things made out of wood they all want these Nintendo switches and PS fives and all this really expensive stuff. Does Santa claim tax on that expensive stuff? I, I think that not all the kids get everything that they ask for. It depends on how much pre-order has been put in. <laughs> so if you're leaving and, it... It depends on the economic. Uh, yeah, let, let's face it. If you're a kid and you're leaving it to Christmas Eve to um, uh, order your, put, a, put an order in for Santa... No um, way, you're, you're too late. You're, you're too late, yeah. You're way too yeah. late. Oh, you honestly, you're getting a bookmark or a broken yo-yo. That's, look, you can't expect perfection at that All time. All I want for Christmas is happiness. Don't care about anything else. Yeah, and I think that's a lovely thing, and that, that's what I like about Christmas. It gives us all the time to pause and think about the people we care about and the ones we but couldn't imagine, care less about. But imagine if a kid got nothing for Christmas. Not they have the gift of hope. How's that? The, the gift of hope. But there are some great organisations that, re- that you can donate goods to to raise um, to help those families who cannot afford Christmas or uh, Salvation Army has a Christmas appeal. They Woolworths do. Red does Cross. the same thing. Yeah. Red Cross. So if you are listening to this and it's before Christmas, please um, head over to your local uh, store, Woolworths, Coles. They normally have a bin there that you can put money into. Uh, Kmart has the wishing tree. I'm not sure if they're doing it this year. I haven't oh, seen. I hope so. I haven't seen a but Kmart there, wishing tree yeah, this there's, year. There's lots of those collection points uh, around. I have one at my gym, uh, and I also donate to animal charities too for oh. Christmas time because um, sometimes a few months after Christmas. Yes, please do not buy kids pets for Christmas. Yeah, I don't. I I do not find it appealing. No, I'm not a. I, I'm as a huge animal no- lover. I do not uh, condone buying kids pets because you know something. You most probably won't have the pet because well, a lot of pets go missing on New Year's Eve, and that's the problem. It's not necessarily that they're bad pet owners; is that they go and celebrate New Year's Eve fireworks, and that scares, and them. That scares the the animals off. And because they're brand new animals at your home, they don't know a safe place to hide, so they run away. Mm. So. Tip of the trade is if you are going to buy a pet for or get a, get a pet for Christmas, stay home on New Year's Eve and keep the animal indoors. I mean, there's nothing wrong with buying a pet, but but as long as you do it right. So make sure yeah. you put what? them in for puppy classes or well, uh, and all that sort of stuff. Make it a make a long term plan. But the thing is, like, okay, let's 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 say you buy a, a dog for and you give like I'm I'm sorry, I do, I cannot. It's, it never happened to me, thank goodness. But I could not think of anything worse to put a puppy in a box, wrap it, or put a lid on it, and then give it to your kid to open up. It's like, it just sits so wrong with me. Yeah, no, that I I wouldn't exactly say. I, I, there are people who do that. Yeah, I know. 
Um, I don't and, do and, that. I, and I sort of think that there's lots and lots and lots of animals that need rescuing. Yeah. Um, so check them out first. Go and get a pet before Christmas. Like make it make it like yeah so like, so Christmas is part of there yeah make yeah. it like the first of December I know it's a bit late now because it's the eighteenth of December at the time <laughs> of this going out but maybe next year but maybe next year like or just go get one at Easter so much easier yeah you got a whole what? and if you get a rabbit you might even get the Easter eggs that come with it <laughs> <laughs> well if you go and buy a reindeer you might get Santa coming and borrowing it yeah. That could be a only if it's business. female. Yeah, only if it's female. So if you don't want your reindeer, reindeer missing Christmas Eve and out partying all night. Well, I wonder what the male reindeers do on Christmas. Because they must be feeling a bit down that they they lost their their reindeer antlers, antlers yeah. and and all of a sudden they're no longer needed. No, no. Well, who knows? Maybe they're home cleaning whilst uh, the women are out delivering presents. Maybe. Who knows? Oh, that's good. Why, that's great. They? Yeah, that's sharing men, responsibility. Men, men need to clean. Sharing domestic responsibility. Absolutely. Anyway, we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we will wrap this up because we are running out of time very quickly. That's great talking about Christmas. I and, love Christmas. And random stuff. and Lots me, of random stuff. Me digging the hole. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait for the, the complaint from Mrs. Claus soon. Oh, don't worry, uh, it's coming. <laughs> stick around, stay tuned, you're locked on to DRM1. DRN1 United, Perth dedicated LGBTIQA plus station. That's I'm in love with Alex Gudiago. I can't pronounce your name, buddy. But I am in love with Santa. And so you should be. And also Mrs. Claus. And so you should be. Absolutely. And all the elves. Because without them, we would have no presents whatsoever. You have a lot of love to give. But I think the elves have to watch out for AI. Do you you think that they could be... uh... Unless they already have AI. Maybe they do. Because it's a lot. How many people on Earth? Like a billion or something? Seven. Billion? Billion. <laughs> like, that's a lot of toys. To, Seven yeah. billion plus. That's well, a lot of toys to Only make. the kids get prezzies, though. And not according to the, oh, the okay. other. The, I had it before. Where parents get, adults get presents oh. on New Year's, New Year's Day. Yeah. So. I wonder if their present is more like not having a hangover from New Year's night. <laughs> I think their presents are most probably clothes. Yeah. What, what's the worst present you've ever got? Someone once gave me a gift that they meant to give to somebody else. Oh, wow. But because that person then didn't show up, they gave it to me instead. And it was a packet of watermelon seeds, some gardening <laughs> gloves, and I think a little trowel. To okay. So, That's a good gift. Well, it would be if, if, I, were, if I was gardening inclined. No, you don't like gardening? I don't mind it. I just don't like being present when it's happening. Oh, okay. So <laughs> you'd, rather, you'd rather a hot gardener come and do your gardening. Have you seen my garden? <laughs> no, I, it's a collection I, of weeds. <laughs> well, I think we need Jim's gardening. Um <laughs> I don't know if Jim's garden is um, still in business. But yeah, but I think that's uh, – is that the – yeah, I'm pretty sure that's one of the worst things I've ever gotten. The worst Christmas present – But, I mean, don't, that doesn't mean I wasn't grateful for it. I mean, oh, I understood totally. that they just yeah, – They forgot they were being, about you and they gave you someone else's yeah, present. And, be, and they were still being very generous. See, for me, I think the worst Christmas present I got was – I'm trying to think – socks. I hate socks. I've got a lot of socks already. I don't need any more socks. Yeah, but – Socks are great. 
What don't you like about so I love it. You can Every keep your time. feet warm. Yeah, but you can use them to not slide socks. on wooden floors. Not Christmas socks. Oh, okay. You can't wear Christmas socks after Christmas. Right. Okay. Because imagine the Christmas tree in January. Bit weird. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. People. But you could wear them. Imagine to bed going to if a you need to keep your feet. Well, mind you, we're maybe. in summer. Yeah. We're in summer. You wouldn't need to keep your feet. No. Warm. And and by by winter time, I've already got other socks to wear. Yeah. The woolly socks. Can you hang them on your on your tree as decorations? <laughs> Maybe I should, um, but no. I think th- seasonal clothing would have to be the worst type of clothes to give here in Australia. Like but in in the US, where it's cold, a seasonal jumper is fine. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. but in Australia, you don't want to give someone a Christmas jumper on a thirty three degree day. Okay, so so what? Then if let's let's flip this on its head. Then what what would be a great gift in your in your mind? <sighs> a great gift in my mind. I would, hate, would it be something okay, material? I, I, would it I'm, be something? I'm going to be very very uh, odd here because people people would think that I would go material stuff, but in actual fact, world peace. Yeah, I know that sounds such a political answer, but. If we could just have for one day world peace, that would be great. I'm not even asking for a whole year, just a one day. A one day. A one day. Or if we can't have that, at least I'd almost say a employment system that actually works for people who are unemployed. Yeah, that would be. Uh, that would be the best. The gift, gift. of independence. Yep. Like uh, we're depending not, and regardless of what your ability to get to contribute and if, is, and if we can't have that one, I'm going to say research into brain cancer. If we can solve brain cancer, that would be fantastic too. Yeah, because that apparently they reckon once we solve brain cancer, we're going to be able to solve a lot more medical issues. Well, I, 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 yeah, I don't know about that, but I think it's still a great thing to do. Yep. If you can solve any sort of cancer. A lot of people are saying they wish that um, COVID would get cured. Well, COVID's well we're going to get rid of it next year. Yeah, well, I'm... Forced. And in 2022. Thank you, Sydney, for having another outbreak. Oh, so yeah, close that's to that, Christmas. that really helps. That's great. Thank you. Um, maybe we need the Pfizer vaccine over there. Just, but, just, you know, just knock them out. You know, in, in comparison, though, I mean, we're still doing really well. WA's doing fantastic. And But, you know... I keep hearing the figures from the US and it's just staggering, the number of new cases and the number of deaths. You know the interesting thing, and this is not a political show normally, but Lyman Trump was correct. As As much as we may not like him, he said, and I quote, this came from a press conference on Fox News, we will have a vaccine by the end of the year. He was technically correct. Yeah, but that's not a hard prediction to make. I mean, he wasn't the only one who said it either. No, but... And in fact, he's taken all Fox, the credit for Fox it. Fox News said there's no way that we would have a vaccine by, that, by the end of the year because of all the testing that needs to happen and all that kind of stuff. To actually, to actually have media companies saying, well, we were wrong, we judged a, a president on, on thinking that he was lying and not telling the truth. Okay, he didn't know... I think, like, no one knew that we are going to have a vaccine cure. Yeah, I, think giving, I think you're giving him too much credit. Well, <laughs> just because he accidentally well, said actually, one thing right. Well, no, I, no, sorry. He accidentally said something that... Was correct. Was, that turned out to be factual. Well, he did say before Christmas we would have a cure for it. 
Yeah, but he also said that... And he also come, said before come, the election. Yeah, he also said 4th of November, COVID would just disappear. In fact, he said that several times. It'd be gone yeah. by Easter. He wanted the church pews full of um, people. Uh, he regretting. said it would magically go away. He said it would just disappear. I think... He that, also said many times that they were turning a corner, that they had done an amazing job. Yes, yeah, but I think... I think I th- under the avalanche of um, other, other things. Yeah, no. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be praising him for anything is in that this, regard. Is this Santa's gift to Trump? At least let him go out with a bang. I don't know like, if I could s- say that, considering s- the number of people who have passed away. Well, I can't... Well, not saying that part. I'm saying Trump's on the naughty list. No matter what you you do, like he's not getting presents from from Santa. Yeah, most probably his kids aren't either. Right, because they're naughty. Um, well, I don't know about his youngest. Let's. <laughs> oh, what's his youngest? Oh, his kid's eleven, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Well, I retract that statement. Um, <laughs> podcast editor, edit that one out. Yeah. Um, but his kid did get COVID. I will say that. That, no, that, that was that I was. I don't think anyone wishes anybody to, you know, any ill will on anyone. No, I certainly don't, and I know you don't. But COVID, but but Santa should give definitely some coal in his stocking. He yes, yes he doesn't he does need a little lump of coal in his stocking yeah. to let him know that. Uh, and maybe a Pfizer vaccine. But does he need it though? He's had the treatment. He's had every sort of. Oh, I reckon he he would still need the Pfizer treatment. Well, he, maybe he, he was offered it and he turned it down. No, well, he turned it down because he said the American people need to go first, which I think was. I reckon he's already had it. I reckon he's had it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I reckon he. I reckon he's already had it. Like I reckon that's just a ploy. Come, like go. Oh, the American people are more important than the president of the United States. I well, was, yeah, sadly, that sentiment wasn't shared with 16 million people who currently have the the, the virus, virus yeah. and uh, I. Well, we should finish the show on a high. Instead. Let's finish it on a high. Look, I'm really looking forward to Christmas. I'm really looking forward to the festive season now that it's in full swing. Um, I've got two weeks off work, so I'm you got two weeks super, off work. Super Great. excited about that. I have three days off work. There you go. Luxury. But that's um, only because of a hospital. There you go. But I will be enjoying those three days in bed. Yeah. Um, and, and someone's going to be cooking for you. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. I, I know that for well, Christmas, f- for Christmas, I've got food. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but what have you got? Christmas lights up at your house? I have a lot of lights in my house. In your house, not outside your house. No, no, it's so, all inside. So, do you go around driving? A bit, a bit this, I reckon. Going around, driving around suburbs, looking for Christmas lights. I have done that. I have done because you, you can go to Synergy and they've got a map of where all the Christmas lights are, mm. and it's a great little thing to do. Uh, take your friends, take your family. I think they give a discount for your power bill too for that. Yeah, I think they do something. I, I don't know. You the have exact. to register with them. Yeah, you have to, to register. Let it. them know. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, I've got a few neighbours who have gone all out in the front of their house, and I love it. I think that's just great. I want to see a Christmas light. Design where Santa is coming down the chimney, and it's an actual real chimney. So you see Santa's lights. Like, of course, it's not real Santa. It's it's the light Santa, and it's just he disappears into the into down the, the chimney. chimney chimney. But we don't have chimneys. Well, not many houses have chimneys anymore. No, you'd have to go all to those old Federation Victorian homes. My house has a chimney. Does it? It goes into my bedroom. 
So that's going to be a very interesting Christmas. I'll su- You're not going to set a little trap or anything, are you? Or maybe put some like cornflakes on the floor so you can hear him <laughs> stepping on them. I've got CCTV footage already. Look, he's already one step ahead he's, of you. He knows oh, how to get past all of that. Does he? Ah, is he really Santa that smart? Santa's ancient. He knows, put, all the, he knows all the tricks. I'll tell you what. I'll put, what's the, mouse traps Everywhere. <laughs> I just remembered them when you wake up in yeah. the morning. <laughs> I know who's going to step into me yeah. or the dogs. Yeah. So, But isn't that interesting that dogs don't wake up either when they hear Santa? No, because Santa's magic. Does he? Well, maybe they do. Does, maybe they're just have, as excited to see does he Santa. Does fairy dust? You know how uh, I'm thinking, um, oh, what was the, 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 the kids' movie, Captain Hook? Tinkerbell. Oh, the, like the little... Captain... Uh, fairy, Peter Pan. Fairy dust. Peter Pan. That's what I was thinking of. And Tinkerbell has the fairy dust to put everyone to sleep. I wonder if, if he puts every dog asleep and cat asleep. I think that they're excited to see him too and they wouldn't be barking or scratching at him. Oh, only one way to find out, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to... Santa is a friend to everybody. But is it reindeer's friends? Well, he doesn't rip their antlers off. That's not... He, he doesn't... Wow, that's, that's, I didn't say that. No, why would he not be the friend? He <laughs> feeds them and he gave them a job, gave them a Does sense of purpose. Them? They're paid in Santa love. Santa love, okay. There you go. Well, what, what are you doing for New Year's Eve? God, don't ask me about my social life. <laughs> I wow. usually just sit at home and wait for the clock to tick over 12 and then I go to bed. Well, I don't know. <laughs> See, normally I watch... I'm not a party boy. See, I'm, I'm an introvert. Yeah, I know you are. I normally watch ABC's uh, Firefox, uh, Fireworks, but I'm not sure if that's going to happen this year. Some fireworks. Some, oh, yeah, okay. Because yeah. of COVID. But all the other cities do something, don't they? I wonder if any city's doing a fireworks this year. Maybe they'll just replay last year's. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> they might as well just go and get the Beijing Olympics grand opening and play that because that's that was pretty good. All you need is some fancy editing. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, if TV a bit of fancy works. editing, a bit of like superimposing a one over the last zero and making it twenty twenty one. Just, just fade it out. Yeah. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that this has been the last season. Or this has been the last episode of the season. Uh, we will be back for season two, uh, January in January. In January, I, I, do, I, I do have the date here. Um, I should just quickly just tell you what the date is so that people know January the. We are back on the 11th, so which means the 15th is the first show of uh, Soundbites. So we'll be able to tell you what we do on New Year's Eve. Yeah. wonder if we kiss anyone. No. No? No. No? No, no one's that desperate to come to my place and do that. Oh, we might just have to find you someone. No. <laughs> <laughs> Grind it to the rescue. Ugh. Ladies, if you, uh, yeah. I should say, gentlemen, if you want to... Kiss Peter. No. Give us a call. 1-800 no. Radio Media. <laughs> yeah, you watch those phones stay silent for the next six months. <laughs> oh, or just email the station. Studio at radiomedia.com.au is the email address if you want to get in touch with us. Or just like us on Facebook. Uh, search DRN1 United. Until next year, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Merry Happy New Christmas. Year. Peter, thank you for joining me. For thank you, Russell. And Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry, Merry Christmas. We'll see you next time, next year, with a brand new Soundbites. Perth dedicated LG.